Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. Hello, and welcome back to our podcast. Uh, but a fanfic of a fanfic that itself is a synthesis between Fallout, the popular game of a post-apocalyptic wasteland, and My Little Pony, a popular show about pastel horses. Hi, I'm Fi. I'm joined once again with my co-host, Weird. Say hello, Weird. Oh, you're referring to me. <laughs> yes, this is uh, Weirdington Esquire. Um, and I couldn't be more excited for this. Uh, <laughs> Yay! Uh, we're, 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 we're back on our old shit, but this time without being traumatized every, <laughs> every week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, I feel like we should probably explain, uh, I guess like the ground rules of, of this series and season, uh, part, uh, arc of the uh the thing just in case people aren't complete up to it because i like arc there's there's a certain arc. romance to like arcs <laughs> arc is a good one i think we'll go with yeah. arc yes so we're going to be covering uh uh I've, as i've said i've mentioned the big five a couple times before but just to reiterate the big five are the like five most like what is considered the must reads of the fallout equestria universe the original story follow fallout equestria and unfortunately one of those is counted as project horizons but that's neither here nor there uh pink eyes which is a very short story that i still wouldn't recommend reading it's written almost entirely in baby speak and it's insufferably saccharine whatever if you're into that sort of thing go for it uh murky number seven which is like the complete opposite of that it is the tales of an equestrian slave uh, uh who lives in philadelphia it is bleak to say the least um and then there's the one we're going to be covering for the next what 44 weeks so most of a year uh which is fall equestry heroes which is one of those ones that has always been sort of a thing that's been maligned by the community for what is unfair reasons frankly one of the biggest criticisms of heroes is that it's just like project horizons which is it is not <laughs> slanderous frankly like just yes. insulting uh you, you got Come and come and tell me this thing. Come and come and give this criticism to me, and I will slap it out of your mouth. <laughs> come to the come to the Arby's. <laughs> Meet there's there's a very fastidious top hat wearing jukebox in your local Arby's parking lot. Come forth. Yes, but but that's that has always been the thing that I've always heard about heroes is that it's it's too similar to Project Horizons. Which is slanderous and spurious for like many reasons. If you're squinting, the most superficial uh, readings of both I could potentially understand. Both of them focus on a specific major settlement, and both of the characters are idiots with cybernetics um, type deals. And a literal lust for guns, but that's. That is a like, it actually makes me angry, <laughs> having read this 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 prologue. Yes, that, to, and to also just that, to like, to explain part of the other part of this is that normally with our with the way that our story like the way we've been doing these readings, uh, through the course of all of Project Horizons, it was me reading and we're just being here along for the ride, basically mostly being a, a somewhat an, a voice to so I'm not just talking to myself for an hour and a half, and. Fall Equestria was a fun project in which I have read the Fall Equestria multiple times, but I was forbidden from rereading it while, you know, Weird would read it for the first time. And that was a fun project. But this arc, we're both reading it. Hey! Uh, uh, I changed my mind. Season is better because arcs, <laughs> like, arcs are a subdivision of a season. Anyway. All right, fine. <laughs> uh, uh, set three, the sequel to the sequel. Uh, but regardless, all, all that aside, uh, so, you know, that's, that's how we're doing it. We're doing it sort of like typically how most of these like book club style ones usually go, but through the really weird series of events that have led us to make this podcast in the first place, this is kind of novel for the both of us that we actually get to like 
uh, read it. We we did it wrong on purpose as a joke <laughs> the first two times. Yes, we really did. But yes, um, without without further ado, though, um, I guess we could jump into the prologue unless you wanted to get anything else out. No, like the only thing that like is is burning to to get out of my throat is is once again like. If you dismissed this because you thought it was like Project Horizons, I hate you. <laughs> At least a little bit. Like, maybe I could learn to forgive you in time. But as it stands, like, I hate you. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, anyway. Uh, uh, war never changes, eh? Yes. <laughs> Uh, we we open we open uh, the prologue because we, we're just covering the prologue because the chapter like chapter lengths are actually decently long. Uh, I was I, I was thrown by the prologue being basically a chapter. I don't yeah. know why this just wasn't chapter one. It's, I I, I assume it was kind of a chapter zero type deal. Like to me, at least reading through it, it kind of feels like a testing the waters. I'm not quite sure if I really want to keep going with this. Like I could just do this as a one off type deal. Is sort of how it read to me. That there is a sort of bleak but open and shut potential story here so that's just yeah that's how i saw so much so was. that yes i guess we'll talk about it at the end yeah uh like I, I was actually i was i was so thrown that i had to check chap like the next chapter just to see where it was uh, going yeah yeah because because i i was so thrown off that i thought it was going to be a completely different kind of animal but anyway yes. let's let's uh, but yeah the start we get like a kind of interesting riff on the sort of war never changes opening or like friendship never changes style monologue thing uh, usually you would get these in most fanfics, but I think this one's pretty solid. Uh, it sets a different tone for the protagonist. And I, I want to say right up the front, I like this protagonist quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, uh, so <clears throat> two things. One, uh, this is the best, like initially I would kind of rolled my, like I, what, what rolled my eyes, the author used literally the line war never changes mm. and like sort of made a deal. It's. But this is the best use of it ever because it's going to come back. Mm -hmm. it, it opens up sort of establishing our heroine as like some old horse once said, "War never changes," but I don't, I don't get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like war obviously changes. Like people mm -hmm. were, yeah, ponies were like just you know hitting each other with their hooves and then pointed sticks and ultimately like burned everything into an, an, an endless field brown of, of brown. Yeah. Uh, like, the war's definitely changed a bunch. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, she's... Um, she, she, she constantly sort of puts herself down as dumb, and everybody who interacts with her takes her as stupid. Yes. Um, because she's extremely taciturn. I, I don't think she's dumb. I think she is uncomplicated. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, our, our protagonist, Silverstorm, uh, is a guard at uh, a, in a, in a settlement called Merfort, which, as far as I understand, is some sort of, like, ammo depot that existed in the pre-war. Uh, they've been, like, selling off their, like, ammo surplus, basically, or giving it away, basically as protection money from the local raider gangs, is how they've been staying afloat. Uh, just one, like they, 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 they're, they're under, under the um, dubious protection, uh, mm. i.e., being protected from them. <laughs> like the, so, 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 uh, so long as they keep uh, giving rations of ammo to the Crimson Hoof, the, the local raider gang, um, they are protected from the Crimson Hoof, the local <laughs> raider gang. Uh, we're here to save you from us. Uh, yeah, it's very, it would be a shame if something um, were bad to happen to your everybody. It's also, like, I, I, I kind of got annoyed with, like, I, I, I almost wished, um, like, I, 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 I'm, I'm torn between it being a character decision and uh, the author just um, sort of, like, humble bragging <laughs> that they, they've made their protagonist an earth pony uh, because um, Silver, it, it, it's in the first person. And it's, I'm willing to put aside, a thing we, we, we complained about, I think, last week, or at least I did, um, was um, people refusing to just roll with, like, horses do impossible things with their, like, stubby, soft nubbin, like, like uh, yes. malleable nubbin uh, uh, hands all the time. You don't have to make a big deal of it. They just can. Um, and this sort of split the difference of, like, silver 
complains endlessly that she's not a unicorn like mm -hmm. this would be so much easier if i were a unicorn but here are the things that i i do to adapt for the fact that i i, I don't have telekinesis honestly and... i i respect it as a decision uh for, if only to elucidate that like unicorns do have it pretty easily from a storytelling perspective it's a lot easier to write a, like i talked about this last week it's a lot easier to write a unicorn because you can just make them do magic and solves the problem of hoof interaction and i don't know i think it's interesting to, to highlight I, it, that it, well the the point i'm trying to make is that unless it's like a character decision that like silver really does just kind of resent unicorns <laughs> which would be like uh reasonable you th i think this could read plenty fine with just removing the word unicorn <laughs> like yeah. like that, that like uh um rather than saying because like you know a, a unicorn could just lift their binoculars up to up to their eyes but i have to have my binoculars set up on this this stand thing it's like nailed to a I, swivel yeah she, yeah she... It, 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 instead of saying all that i just i went to the swivel where i had my uh binoculars mounted like i i think that would work just just fine but in it whatever whether whether or not it's like intentional i'm content to just go ahead and, and read it as no silver just kind of resents unicorns a little bit <laughs> and, um, and that's why she like won't can't let it go <laughs> like uh but yeah but she's she's a guard for this like this 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 male mare uh, she, she, she's a watch horse she's yeah, part she, of she, the, she's like... a watch horse she she looks at all the uh, brown terrain and hopes nobody nobody uh tries to attack them basically and she's she's very boring days she's a big fan of the radio and spends a lot of time listening to dj poem 3 which is cool the another notable thing is that she's the only one who actually does her job mm -hmm. like it's an incredibly boring job but she is also a very boring horse yes. <laughs> like, she is she is completely content to to keep a watchful eye over the the uh, uh uniformly brown broken wasteland uh while while listening to 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 pond three uh and the exciting adventures of of the dragon slayer mm -hmm. um yeah who in in the context of this story is definitely like uh feels mythologized as kind of like a funny pulp hero like it it's real events that are actually happening but because of the like starstruckedness of the main character it definitely feels like gosh that flash gordon sure is cool um meanwhile uh her uh her totally platonic friend yes. <laughs> who is who is who is not at all into her uh, uh, wildfire is, i made sure to get the names down yeah wildfire is um completely prag unimpressed well no, no, she's she's more than prag she's cynical like, yeah, i was gonna say like i was trying and, to look for the word that's like pragmatist but like a downer about it yeah no she she's 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 a massive cynic she doesn't believe that the uh the the the, the light bringer is real <laughs> yes um she is she's completely certain that um this is like different people or a team of people or just pure fiction and that like pawn three is just angling to like be her own kind of warlord um like on behalf of, of the tenpenny tower people and like it actually is an interesting criticism of pong three like you know that's that's not completely wrong <laughs> like mm -hmm. like maj does want to change like does want to like shape the wasteland uh into something more her liking like mm -hmm. you you like for for all like her act her beneficent intentions and her like lack of desire to like rule she you're like it is propaganda uh but yeah we also um, like wildfire is definitely like trying to flirt with silverstorm quite a bit and messing with her while she's doing her incredibly boring job and it's really frustrating <laughs> silver because she's she's very, she is the only person in the entire community who is serious about this job <laughs> um the, the the whole interaction between these two really reminds me of and i wish i'd saved it and i have no idea where to find it again there is a uh post from ancient tumblr um that like it was a long thread of people just like i guess lovingly dunking on this person who and the 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 starting post of the thread was basically yeah um you know i'm a i'm i'm sort of a, a big lesbian and I don't know. I'm worried about ruining things with with you know one of my best friends. Uh, I like. I think I've got a crush on her, but I I don't know if like she reciprocates. I, I mean, she keeps finding excuses to like sit on my lap all the time, 
and sometimes she like touches my face and tells me I'm handsome, but I I don't know if she's into me in that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought it was pretty funny that like specifically specifically Silverstorm insists that she's straight, but the way that she insists that she's straight is a callback to a thing that happens in FOE where uh, Rambo Dash is uh, drunkenly hitting on <laughs> Applejack. <laughs> um, when Applejack responds that um, uh, you're not into Maris, uh, like I'm not into Maris and neither are you, and like that's one of those like loaded statements that feels like it means something else than it does. And I thought that was just extra funny. Like I don't. I don't know if that's where Silverstorm is going, but it's funny to imagine. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, while but while Fire is extremely gay for her large, yes. <laughs> her large butch friend. It, it's, it is definitely important uh, to, to to note too. Like this is, I think, a, an important thing to note that about Silverstorm is that Silverstorm is a giant brick. <laughs> it and it really threw like it took me a while to like fully absorb that to, like it, it, it until the end. <laughs> Yes. Where where it becomes incredibly like uh, apparent because like the 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 whoever put the like um, preview image at the at the top of the uh, this on um, uh, film fiction like uh-huh. does not do Sil- Silverstorm justice. Yes, um, she like the, the 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 this fan art is just of of a horse with a sniper rifle and not the like. Uh, uh, Big lesbian Clydesdale, <laughs> <clears throat> the giant horse brick. Um, yes, wide as they are, tall uh, uh, type horse. Yeah, but she's 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 very unamused with wildfire, and who wildfire seems like the kind who's like the like local gossip and flirt. Like she basically says as much. Like she she uh, a lot of her annoying of Silverstorm is to like telling her annoying, pointless, juicy gossip about the town of Merfort that we only get snippets and, of because Silverstorm is largely yeah. just not interested, obviously. Well, the, like, to be fair, most things are deeply disinteresting to Silverstorm. Like, I I, I do appreciate, like, the, the writing here mm-hmm. in being able to, like, draw out the shape of things that the um, the writer, the first-person writer, is is themselves not really aware of. Um, like through a combination of, of in the vacuum and like, you know, things that like we can infer based on the, the protagonist's half understanding of them because she's just not interested. She has like a, a pretty limited like range of like things that like occupy <laughs> her, her, her like, you know, she, she, she just doesn't have a whole lot of RAM space mostly because she's not interested in like. Um, um, looking at like, my notes, like, uh, some some details I feel like we should cover for for future is that as kids they found like uh, a like oh, yeah. cache of uh, star metal bullets. I guess that you can hammer star metal into into bullets, uh, and uh, they are they were like with it the stuff in Merfort and the Crimson Hoof wanted it, and they used to have a mayor that they don't have anymore because uh, when they said that the star metal bullets were too dangerous for anyone to have uh they got killed for them and then also wildfire's like dad got killed for stepping in and they haven't talked about that which would probably explain why wildfire is pretty cynical yeah about they, they, heroes. they both responded to the their the trauma of losing both of their parents and silverstorm losing her uh, little brother yes like her little brother was 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 taken as collateral um in addition to to the death of of of, of their parents Mm-hmm. Um, and they've, they've re- responded to it in different ways. Like Silverstorm is, seems to have like mostly shut down mm-hmm. and mostly just, you know, keeps to herself and like, you know, um, takes, takes watch duty seriously, mm-hmm. um, and, and gets to like, you know, sort of live vicariously through the, you know, through the, the, uh, uh, the stable dwellers adventures. Meanwhile, um, fire, uh, wildfire is like become deeply cynical um and uh and uh yeah for for that reason like it, it comes up explicitly like um dismisses the concept of heroism mm-hmm. like that that's the main reason she thinks that this you know stable, uh, stable mayor definitely definitely isn't real mm-hmm. uh, because no one could survive that like you know heroism just gets you killed um pointlessly 
Uh, and then, um, and then sort of an illustration of all of this, you know, comes <laughs> to a head uh, when uh, they see uh, out on the road, oh, a caravan's coming. Yeah, it's really yeah. big, really professional. It's got a Pegasus and everything. <sighs> no flag, though. I I don't know that I can watch this. Like it's, and um, and we yeah we we get a first hand demonstration of uh the the crimson hoof, and um maybe this caravan would have been able to hold out except the crimson hoof has missiles. <laughs> yes. And Silver knows that because they were sold last week. <laughs> In, in 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 a recent tribute and it immediately makes me curious as to like i really hope the author like does something with this like later goes on to like bring this back and explain who this caravan was um because like uh, i i guess i'll just you know brush it off and let it go if like oh, it exists to like demonstrate the stakes yeah that's like, that's you know, my like, guess uh, that, is that it's just there um, to, like but I, I want more because, like, it bothers me from a world-building angle of, like, who the fuck were these guys? Like, why would, like, why would you ever send, like, this, this huge a uh, investment of resources down this road that is, that is explicitly, like, it's not as though it's not marked. Yeah. <laughs> there are decapitated pony heads, like, on spikes all the way down this road. Like, it's, it's impossible to not know that you need to, like, pay tribute at a certain point along this road to get a flag to be safe. Like, they had to have known this was going to happen. And so, like, why? Yeah, it's possible, and, and but... I, I, I hope they get to it. But um, but, I, but I'm... If, if they don't, I'll, I'll just brush it off. Because the important thing... Yes. The actual is that when part. Silver... When Silver can't stand to look anymore and just, you know, sort of, yeah, retreats, you know, further into the guardhouse and waits for it to be over... Uh, Wildfire takes another look through the um, binocular setup and says, um, your little brother rose cutie mark, didn't he? Silver gets up to the binoculars and sees uh, one of the, the Crimson Hoof, one of the raiders, uh, butchering this caravan, like above and beyond, um, like, like tracking down and like shooting somebody who is surrendering is her little brother. And this is where she can stand no more. Yes. <laughs> like, she, uh, uh, um, uh... Though she does, like, immediately only... internalize it that, like, oh, they must have, like, put him up to it, or... Yeah, no, no, like, like, that he's he's been enslaved this whole time. They, you know, he must be doing this to survive. Uh, like, like, he's, he's, he's in a situation so desperate. He's, he's plagued long with these awful fuckers. Um, like, before, before we see this raid, and, like, during the raid, like, we, we get some of her internal dialogue of, like, she's completely checked out, like, she, she has no emotional response either way, it's, it's a, it's a damn shame. There's also, like, a really bleak Um, interplay between the caravan being sieged and, like, a song recorded by Velvet Remedy is, like, playing intermixed between the, uh, the sort of, like, violence that's happening. Really, so it really does, yeah. It, I think I think it's trying to, like, sell the idea that, like, while things may be getting better in some places, things the same, like, still the same old wasteland around here. So, yeah, up to this point, we've been given a picture of Silverstorm as, like, completely checked out, like, just, you know, willing to, like, while away her, you know, entire life, just staring, staring through these binoculars, like, you know, um, in, in long shifts, you know, every day for the rest of her life and like do nothing about the like injustice around her. Like, because, you know, she's, she's just somebody like, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's not her place. It would, it would just cause problems. And yeah, anybody who, anybody who tried to stand up to, uh, the, the Raiders would just die just okay. like this caravan. And, but finding out that like her brother is taking place in this carnage, it, she has to save him. Like uh, at, at this point, like the only thing they fear is you begins <laughs> begins cranking up. And where uh, Wildfire had previously been so you know catty and dismissive and like you know just you know gently poking fun at Silver, um, is now very like very serious and very like is uh, crying, is is like you know, weeping and begging uh, Silver like not to do this mm-hmm. as silver is cracking open the stash she's been slowly developing over time mm-hmm. uh we we get the first thing i get the the only thing that this character has in common with little pip is that she gets a little wet 
uh, when when observing quality well, firearms. Well, well, blackjack. Yeah. Um, um, sorry, uh, I don't know who I said. I, you said Little Pep, uh, but it's fine. Oh shit! Ooh, all right. Anyway, the the only yeah the, the 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 only thing they share in common is 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 a is a uh, uh, a sexual yeah. <laughs> But she's uh, getting her real gun, like like her personal gun, not the one that she uses like at, at the guard post, but the the one that she's been keeping like from uh, from the like main supply for tithing, uh, a, a giant sniper rifle, more of more of a like anti armor mm-hmm. <laughs> weapon. Yes, uh, like they she literally describes the individual shells you could bludgeon someone with. <laughs> Uh, and, and a sidearm, um, and and when Wildfire finds out that there's just no getting through to Silver, uh, this this is a thousand percent a suicide mission. Like Silver has like crossed a threshold where where she has firmly decided, unshakably, that she would rather die than live in a world where she continues to do nothing. Uh, it does not matter to her whether she succeeds, uh, only that she is going to do it. Yeah, and so now she's coming um, with. Yeah, she uh, um, uh, uh, Wildfire invites herself along, uh, and Silver finds that um, Wildfire on this point is equally resolved mm-hmm. that that Silver is going to bring her along, or she's going to narc on her. Mm-hmm. Wildfire has uh, been added to your party da, 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 da. <laughs> against it's, your it's wishes. Very, it's, it's very hilarious. It's very literally and hilariously one of those. Uh, would you like uh, wild, to add wildfire to your party? No, wildfire has been added to your party. <laughs> and uh, I, 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 I can't say it enough, but I, I just want to mention again, Silver Silverstorm doesn't strike me as 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 dumb. Like she's very considerate in her actions when it is something that is of interest to her. Like like she like she's she's able to like analyze a scenario that she's in. But like she, she kind of thinks she's done, and everybody around her thinks she's dumb because she doesn't pay attention to things that aren't important to her, like mm-hmm. you know, history or <laughs> the, the 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 relationships of people around her. Yeah. Or, Wildfire uh, makes know, a pretty whether... pointed line that I feel is going to be coming like a a recurring theme, uh, which is something along the lines of like you should you know you need to pay attention more to your surroundings around you, which she just kind of means like at the time just meant like give a shit about the thing I'm talking about because she's just being like that. But it's kind of written in the sort of way of like, remember, this is a big, important theme. And I feel it, like that's it, probably... It will come up by the end of this chapter. Yes. Yeah, it'll, it'll come up as a major <clears throat> thing. She's smart when she needs to, when it is of interest to her. I, I, yeah. It's it's like, that. that's why I say like, I kind of, I want to defend her. She, she's, she's, she's not stupid. She's just uncomplicated. Like she, 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 she doesn't want to, she has no energy or interest in like, overthinking things like anything social or particularly intellectual just 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 doesn't have the like ram for it, it just doesn't have the processing like just no patience for it um, um so they... because that's that's different from like an idiot who like just makes routinely like awful decisions and like jumps to a lot of conclusions like, like, like there's a lot of ways you could be dumb like a blackjack <laughs> yes yeah, I feel like there's a really good, like, it's going to be inevitable. We're going to have to unfortunately cross-examine these characters a lot because, I mean, it's how we started our story. But, like, I do feel that, like, a key difference already present is that, like, Silverstorm is simple versus Blackjack is an idiot. And not just when yeah. the author thinks they're an idiot. It, she is an idiot. She makes very poor life just decisions for no good reason. But, yeah, uh, they're going to go s- so. siege the Crimson Hoof, which uh, an important detail uh, that we may have missed is that they are hold up in a stable, uh, specifically stable 42, I think. So they're basically in a fortress. Uh, they're already on the back hoof just by trying to siege this place. And I, 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 it's relevant that I, that I did all that preface because it, it comes up like it's, it's materially, uh, demonstrated in what happens next. Yes. Uh, so they begin sneaking up on it. Uh, Silverstorm stops them because she immediately recognizes a watch post. Mm-hmm. Like there's a sniper up there. Yes. Uh, Firestorm, like, <laughs> Firestorm continues to, sorry, what? Wire, wildfire. Wildfire. Yeah. continues to, like, gab, at least in, in hushed tones, all the way up to the, the enemy fortress. Um, and, and Silver, like, you know, tells her, you know, Shh, keep your head down, sniper. Um, and while Silver is 
working out like what to do about it, like like how how to approach further. Wildfire gets dumped. Yes, immediately Wild. shot. Um, because because she she doesn't as much as she cares about Silverstorm, she doesn't seem to. Well, I guess in some cases for good reasons doesn't fully respect her, mm-hmm. like and and uh, thus doesn't respect the severity of the situation. And so pokes her head out to look for herself. Also, wildfire is definitely something of a greenhorn just in general. Like they are people who have been living in the relative safety of a fort that is relatively protected with air quotes, at least from the local raider population by the local raider population. Well, she's, yeah, she like everybody else in um, uh, Marefort, the town. Um, you know, doesn't take, take it, you know, take martial things seriously. Well, like, I think they're just Silver, accustomed Silver to the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're, 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 you know, uh, they're, they're fully suborned to, 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 to the Raiders. Um, so it's, you know, not necessary to their lives. And so they just mm-hmm. do their best to like, you know, keep up the like maintenance of basic survival and, you know, enjoying themselves as best they can. Uh, whereas silver is kind of a, like, is, is frankly a little unreasonable in, in, in the amount that she is like, um, well, it's, it's the, it's one of the only things that like has ever held her attention. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, wildfire gets shot in the head. Um, and silver then jumps to, well, <laughs> then the answer to the, the, the sniper, but the, uh, the, this guardian knot. I think I figured out how to unravel it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, while the while the sniper is 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 uh, refocusing or reloading, uh, the sniper's head um, uh, is crushed like a tomato can. Yeah, um, wildfire gets like one of those like sort of dying last words type deals. All the all the, like the, the the words are broken up type deal. Um, uh, but. but uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's Silver really does what she can. Like we're, I feel like she, we're yeah. we are making slightly light of it, but it's because it's like yeah, kind of it's hard to talk about because it's pretty rough. Yeah, I mean the closest person in her life, like seemingly like the only like really close connection she has to anybody is is dying in front of her, and she does do everything she can. She like like hefts her up on uh, uh, on her back and like explodes through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> to to try and find any sort of medicine anywhere, mm-hmm. um, uh, but there's there's nothing she can do. Her her head like her skull is exposed. Wildfire stops just short of a a, a full love confession, and uh, with her last words, ex- kill them, yeah, kill them, <laughs> kill all. them for me, kill them all, Peter, kill them all. <laughs> and as 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 you know, the light leaves her eyes, and and somebody comes uh comes around the corner. <laughs> Silver immediately, yeah. <laughs> immediately goes to work. Yeah, that 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 crunchy guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the fight the, the the sort of general fight scene through the stable is pretty solid. I have to like so. Uh, Fi kept uh, uh, describing like Pip's Ram pages as a doom level, uh, and I I kept sort of fighting back because it it really seemed more to me like a a really good like Pip, every time Pip on a rampage it was more like a really uh in the zone uh run of um hotline miami because pip is very fragile <laughs> she's she's a tiny bean and and anything goes like she has one hit point uh this is not so this is not true of silver storm <laughs> she, she lives up to the second half of her name <laughs> she she is a a, a blaskowitz like she she takes hits and like uh Oh, imagine have if if anybody's out there seen any of um, Equilibrium or I guess the John Wick films. Um, uh, imagine um, Keanu was a was a large he, he really, lesbian Clydesdale. He really wasn't uh, both of those movies, wasn't he? God damn. Yes. Um, yeah. There's there's a there's a scene I remember picking out in my brain um, where she physically murders somebody with her battle saddle, like just 
She kills it. a couple people with guns in melee. She yeah. like routinely uses guns as melee weapons. Yeah, she stabs like, them with the barrel and stuff. Like the, the like the, that's what like I I I try to describe specifically <clears throat> like yeah the 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 a gun fu like high octane um uh, 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 acrobatic gun battle. But what if what if instead of maxing out uh, uh, dexterity, it was maxed out strength, <laughs> like just ripping guns and like, like ripping people's hands off and using using the the gun that was in that hand. <laughs> like she just she 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 does this wild, insane like choreography of like this 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 gun is out of bullets. I will take the next person's gun mm-hmm. from them. <laughs> Um, but instead of doing it with like, you know, just, uh, 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 um, a lawn, <laughs> like, 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 uh, 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 super, um, agility, she just does it with raw force. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and she, she tears through this stable, <laughs> like she is now properly motivated and they cannot stop her. Um, uh, like the, the, I also think it's really funny that like she assumes to herself, they must know where I am. Maybe they have cameras. No, <laughs> no, it's probably it's probably all the gunfire that you've been doing the and the, the 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 loud resonant sound of bones crunching. They don't need <laughs> silver. They don't need cameras to know you're here. Uh, but yeah, this is all cut short um, though. When she tries to like, she gets into like the atrium, like the main uh, like sort of like open area of the stable. And like, and she sees uh, uh, head of the shit. I forgot. Crimson smooth tongue. Smooth tongue. She sees smooth tongue. The 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 main. It it will all have been worth it if she can kill him. Yes. And she takes a spear that she grabbed off of a dude (laughs) at some had a pistol cutie mark, ironically, and and lobs it straight into his skull. But there was a window. Like, like it was like in her, like she, 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 she let out a, a delighted cackle as the spear went hurtling through the air, straight, straight for his eyeball. And then she was denied at the last second. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like chance would have it that there, there was a, there was a solid, uh, like bulletproof, like window, uh, between uh, her and her target. She doesn't have a clear sense of, of, of what happens next, only that she kept fighting and kept fighting. <laughs> And they kept stabbing her and shooting her, and she kept fighting mm-hmm. uh, until she eventually, until she eventually got tired. <laughs> she got real sleepy. Yeah. Uh, she could just take a nap, and she could, yeah. she could destroy them all. Yeah, they um, they just dogpiled her until she 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 had to give up. Well, we find out that they drugged her. <laughs> they 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 put so much tranquilizer in this horse. <laughs> Just give her enough ketamine, and she'll eventually fall over. Uh, to to like, I'll I'll go like to do things a little out of order. Um, it is revealed that they used five tranquilizer darts. Each one would be sufficient to knock out a hellhound. <laughs> yeah, we we get she, she gets a lot of push in this very beginning chapter. We get a good sense that she is, without anything else happening in the story, an absolute goddamn brick. <laughs> uh, she she is absolute mid card monster. Um, but yeah, uh, she, so she she wakes up. <laughs> she she wakes Much up to the surprise. villain gloating at her. <laughs> yes. Uh, one one criticism I have for for the story, so the, or at least just chap- chapter. I think it's the only thing that that really like kind of bugged me a little bit was that they um they crammed in the Benny line. They they the um uh uh you must feel like you had a straight run of bad luck but it was uh uh rigged from the start yeah um sure fine i wish you hadn't because it doesn't the there's no good context for it it doesn't make it all any sense at all in this in this case like she she wasn't just doing a milk run like she wasn't doing a like she wasn't she didn't come here to do something nonviolent and it seems to have all gone upside down somehow she came here to die she she came here to kill you or die so this is a uh, thousand percent <laughs> sure but i i think that the attempt is trying to be made there with the the glass window like as but whatever but it, it, it's well, not worth i think anyway yeah over. so we we meet some. So yeah, she, she's being gloated at. Sucks um, a lot. 
Um, uh, well, he he does he does provide a a surprise twist. Marefort is not the only town um, under the purview of the Crimson Hoof. Yeah, he they're they're they are something of a local warlord sort of faction. They're they're a little bit they are a full on warlord. They have graduated from mere raider to to a a full on warlord. This dude. And and it does say a lot about law and order and the the like um the, the majesty of civilization. No, this is a civilized man. This is this is a this is this is this he is he is effectively the local law. Yes. Like he is he is he is the, the king of a realm. Um and he justifies uh having ki- like, oh yeah, I yes, yeah, yeah, I killed your mom. And it really is a shame too. Like I you know. If only, if only I hadn't had to, yeah, if I, only I hadn't come to power so recently, I could have spared her. But, like, she had to be made an example of. I had only recently uh, gotten this power. And, look, you don't want to win this fight. Uh, if you do, my five lieutenants will tear this region apart, starting with your hometown, starting with Marifor. Um, because you are sitting on a massive ammo dump. My rulership is the only thing uh, preserving uh, uh, your entire community's way of life. And with that in mind, <laughs> you are a raw talent, <laughs> yeah. I must say. Uh, um, yeah, it is. You are... Uh, I am offering you a job, it turns out. Uh, I want to... Like, he's, he's, he, he, wants to, he wants her to be his Lanius. Like, yeah. He, like, it's it's very much one of those like Genghis Khan like uh, find the dude who shot me with that arrow and hire him immediately. Yes. Uh, um, because he he also points out that like look I I have to tolerate some of my um, subordinates' grotesqueries, but I am not a raider. I don't approve of random violence it actually hurts my position of power i, I approve to of, con- allow. of constructive violence it, it's it's um, very like you see we're not so different you and i we both kill ponies how, how are you better than i am it's it's very like it's um, it's very baby's first bad guy speech but the thing that i appreciate the thing that really sold me on this character um, is that she is uh, too dumb to be tricked by anything? <laughs> yeah, she is too dumb to sort like like these like it again. This is this is why this is a thousand percent different from uh, Project Horizons because Blackjack would have been given the speech and been hired on the spot like yeah. the rest of the story. I, I mean, would have again, been her, like, that happened working in, for this dude. In PH, <laughs> the only reason why she didn't like several times. The only reason why she didn't really join the Reapers was because like she was doing other things really. She had previous engagements, um, but this this is a thousand percent a a somber villain monologue. Like like Blackjack would have would have been convinced because it is appealing to propaganda. Like this is this is the propaganda that like people in power in the real world use to justify their gangs. Sorry, police. <laughs> yeah, the, the the only one um, that can stop a, a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun type stuff. Um, so why don't you become a cop? <laughs> like, why, why don't you join me in, in maintaining, like, through maintaining my position of power, you can ensure peace and prosperity. You'll get a cool little and, uniform with a skull on it and everything. And she is too dumb and pure, like, too dumb of ass and pure of heart and, to be convinced by any of her response, to, her, her response to each and every one of these, these, uh, uh, gotchas, the, the uh, her, her response to this, this dude's. Uh, facts and logic is I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. As she uh, strains against the chains that they like, she is badly injured and still full of uh, a tranquilizer. But they had to chain her to this wall, and the the chains are 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 straining. The only thing that like throws her off for for a second, the 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 closest thing uh, that, that gets her to almost stop is where do you think I hired those people? Where do you where do you think the people you you uh, the the almost almost a dozen uh, ponies you killed today? Where do you think they came from? What, what does that matter? How many bucks do you have 
Yeah. <laughs> and she has to she has to think about it. And this is this is where that comes back. Like they like maybe she should pay a little bit more attention to mm-hmm. uh things around her besides, you know, the, the the limited her limited scope of interests. Because if she did, she were a slightly more observant person. Maybe if she would notice that the only males in Marifort are children, the elderly and the infirm. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause all the... it's already it's already too late for you. <laughs> I've already you, won. <laughs> you don't have a place back in Marifort. They, 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 even if you killed me, like even if you killed me, and even if I'm wrong, that like your your whole town would devolve into chaos. This is uh, ransacked for for its its munitions. You'd have no place there. You've you've killed uh, brothers, uh, fathers, uncles. You need my protection. In response to this, like. She just remembers Wildfire said to kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she breaks through her chains. Yes. Um, and she's intercepted by his uh, helmeted bodyguard. Yes. Uh, who, who, in spite of being in full armor, <laughs> loses the fight. Yeah, is is to... <laughs> beating around like a rag doll. Uh... Uh, silver headbutts him. <laughs> Uh, and, and like acknowledges her mistake not maybe not the best to try and headbutt somebody wearing a helmet and and, and then rips the helmet off to solve that problem <laughs> and dump 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 classic rookie mistake brother brother yeah we're we're again our, our light-hearted town is yeah. is, is, it, is, it, is in strong contrast to the the, ser- the sincere drama that this is written with it's 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 well done uh, we're we're not making fun of it. We're just having we are having fun. Yeah, we're enjoying um, it. I guess is the yeah. But yeah, it's it's revealed that it's it's her brother who's like totally bought the party line like a hundred percent. Like he's 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 a hundred percent down with the clown. And it's at this point that like we have a mild flashback, and Silverstorm has to confront the fact that a thing that like she sort of suppressed and refused to like sort of acknowledge before, and that's why it didn't appear in the text is that uh, her brother was smiling mm-hmm. when she murdered that uh, helpless civilian, when, when he murdered that helpless civilian. Like, he was he was having a fun time with it. She almost kills him because he's a monster. But just, in spite of the fact, like, that he, she she winds up acknowledging that he is both a monster and her brother. So she she can't. <laughs> she can't kill him. Uh, and but she can punch uh, uh, slash buck smooth tongue in the face real hard. Well, no, that's what I was about to get up to <laughs> because it's very important the way that he badly misjudges his mark. Yeah, like like smooth tongue is like he's he's a, he's a charismatic. He's he's Benny basically. He's he's, yeah. he's, a, he's 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 a he's a scamp. He's 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 very used to like having his way and being able to manipulate people, but he's never had to manipulate someone this. With a brain this solid, <laughs> this, <laughs> a brain this microwaved, <laughs> the inner workings of my mind are an enigma. Um, and and so what his his instincts fail him, because like he thinks this is now the time to like come come like straddle up next to her and console her, like give her a gentle touch uh, on the back, and yeah, you know, begin the process. Yeah, you know, with, with you know, physical contact, begin the process of guiding her uh, into the fold as one of his. He he is launched through the window behind. <laughs> I I don't know if that <laughs> killed him, but I sure hope it did. We don't know yet. Yeah, we don't <laughs> <Yes>. know. <laughs> he is he is launched. I like yeah. It's it's hard not to imagine like a a, a Muppet style ragdoll <laughs> where they're just thrown, <laughs> like where they just threw the puppet. Uh, uh, what what happens next is a blur. Yes, uh, she she is shot. She, she makes her uh, she makes her way out of the building. She is shot several times, but only once significantly. Yes, as we we soon discover. Um, she 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 makes her way, uh, out of of this of of the stable, out of the bunker. Uh, but she notices that one of her wounds is particularly bad. Oh, it's gnarly, and it's bleeding blue. Yeah. And it's like um, running, is, like it's running through her veins, like a blue purple as well. Uh, she has been uh, poisoned by this shot of some degree. Um, and it must be one of those, but like they, 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 they pulled out the stops this time. They, they, they used one of those star metal uh, bullet. cursed bullets. Yeah. 
was you know the the source of her like basically the source of like she's come full circle yes her 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 parents died in a heroic attempt to keep this gang from getting a hold of those fucking things mm -hmm. and in the end she gets she gets popped by one of them yeah. on her way out and um we we find out at this point that like her um her cutie mark is a collection of rocks yep uh, she notes to herself as she like is that's all that's in her immediate line of sight she, as she's finally collapsed. She's wapsing philosophically as that she, she fated to die in the dirt like this. Um, is the is that what that the, the meaning of that cutie mark is? I I I don't know if we'll we'll find out, but I imagine that the cutie mark is mountains. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking rock of Gibraltar. Yeah, but for uh, right now, it's it's this scene is like pretty 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 heady because she's like. D fucking dying from like heavy metal oh yeah star poisoning and like crawling in the dirt and like waxing philosophically about her own failures um and this is the point where it comes around back to the start and this is why it's the best use of the like yeah war never changes things is she gets it now yeah <laughs> in her final moments she like understands oh yeah like weapons change but like the stakes People the the dumb, change. pointless, yeah. like waste of life. Uh, uh, that's 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 that never changes. And, and, that is always and same. to really salt the wound, uh, the pus spewing blue wound. Uh, it it comes up on the radio that this is uh, coinciding with the like Arbu massacre. And you know I was talking about before about how it sucked that um, uh, DJ Pond Three really screwed Little Pip over by being like whoops she might have gone rogue <laughs> um and uh it the, the chapter sort of closes with like uh silverstorm sort of like renouncing the futility of of heroes yeah there's no such thing as heroes yeah like, it, it turns out that uh wildfire was right all along mm -hmm. and yeah there's no such thing as heroes is her, is her final thought and then here's the thing that really threw me is that it ends with a footnote silverstorm and then it gives her uh, specials yeah. like yeah her 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 video game stat line, um, and that's what made me think, especially because of the name um, Fallout Equestry Heroes, that this was going to be an anthology. Yeah, like like I I like I, I had to check the next chapter to to find out for sure. Or this was going to be but, like a false protagonist, and the next story was going to be a completely yeah. different person or something. Yeah, like it's we are underselling that this definitely feels like she just fucking died in the dirt. Like that, this is the end of her. Yeah, because this it feels like a complete story. Yeah, like this is yeah, and, this is, and it's it's, like... it's why I brought up earlier on that this definitely feels like the sort of thing where I feel like the prologue was like a testing, like what do people think about this story type deal? Like that, I don't know for sure, uh, but that's just my speculation. It feels like something like that, or it feels like just sort of a you know an early draft or a prologue or a pilot that's just thrown out as an idea because you could easily just write this off as a kind of like morose but otherwise complete story of a character who doesn't get to be little pip who doesn't who doesn't succeed in their story and they fail pretty dramatically uh and actually kind of like i like that that because like the, with the kind of tone that this is you could definitely this definitely could be a very edgy type story of like oh there's no heroes and uh you know it's because little pip broke her heart somehow but like to me the read of it is more that it coincides with her own failure and that she's like in this ditch kind of feeling sorry for herself in her last moments that she's like like she couldn't do anything to change anything and there's that kind of like pitiable sisyphean like failure that i that i thought kind of hit me pretty hard and it's more than just oh heroes are bad hero worship is bad which is like yeah which was a big thing in ph <clears throat> that they did all the time uh it's more of a personal failing of the character and less of a like mission statement i guess but yeah, uh, I, like I said before, I really like this protagonist. Like, like I think I think Weird's right that like they're not dumb so much as simple. And even if they are dumb, like I don't think that making a dumb protagonist is wrong to do so. Her set line has intelligence three, which according to like the logic of the Goodfellow games, anyway, yeah, uh, gets you gets you the dumb dialogue yes. options. And she is what I want out of the dumb dialogue options. Mm -hmm. Like I was really disappointed to find out what the dumb dialogue options actually are in the old fallout games and like they do sort of a it, it's sort of like a, a unpleasant ableist kind yeah of joke. it's very like, like lenny like of mice and men style dialogue um rather than just fabulously dumb mm -hmm. uh kind of kind of like silver <laughs> like it's just 
Like, uh, <laughs> rather than having, like, a, a high speech score to counteract the evil villain's, like, uh, a diabolical uh, facts and logic, no. <laughs> no, I cease. Uh, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> but, but like, the, the thing I wanted to say is that there's, like, you can make a dumb, a dumb protagonist who is not obstructive to the story through their stupidity, which I think is, like, the important part. Like, with Blackjack her dumbness was tedious. Like she was, she never got anything and it took forever to do that because the author wanted to write these big convoluted plots that would take forever for the character to actually figure out or get on top of. And it allowed for the writer to make a bunch of bullshit where Blackjack would just go blissfully along with anything anyone told them, which was really frustrating. And the contrast to this where like, yeah, the, the the character not being smart is like in contrast, I guess, to like she's not clever, but she's a giant brick wall. So like, who cares? Um, she doesn't need to be clever in a lot of these circumstances. And I'm really excited to see where we go from here because like it, you like writing the beginning of a story is hard in a fan fiction. Like that was the thing I, I wanted to get at as we closed this off is that like fan fiction writing is really hard because it's all serialized. Like you all kind of have to make it up on the spot. Your early chapters are always going to be rough. They're not a great judge of what a story can eventually become as the author gets better footing under them, gets a better sense of what they're doing with the writing and how they're going to go forwards with it. Um, so I always give stories a, you get a passing grade from me if, like, your if your openers are okay, like they're not like insufferably bad. And in this case, like, I think this one did really well. But yeah, this is really intriguing. And also, uh, double double props. It's legible. Yeah. Like like fucking fucking Somber's writing like was actually just insufferable. Yeah. Like like just just the 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 pure prose of it, regardless of what the prose were trying to say, just bad. It was unlike this, which is you know, it's... which which carries me a lot. Like like it was it was wet day, it was smooth like butter. Yeah, well, because like I think that <laughs> take takes a read like nothing. <laughs> I think that PH was like very purple and very desperate to try and like make everything matter and feel like it was part of this big grandiose theme that never really came to pass. Well, this is just it's functional like this is just it, you don't you don't need to reinvent the wheel you don't need to to re, reinvent the the mousetrap just to just to write a story uh, and i think that is a common trap that people get caught into is these this thing where they need to make the fan fiction feel bigger than it is and i think this is fine like i think it's it's a good story it's a good start um and i'm excited to see where it goes from here and i think the other thing i wanted to say too is this also gets like a passing grade for me just by virtue of not having a unicorn protagonist which is already a huge like undertaking like you you already have this kind of like assumption with the story like i said before it's a lot harder to write stories about horses if you don't have telekinesis to just solve the problem because it's harder to justify like using mouth guns or like in a dramatic tone or using like using bombs or weapons or dramatic set pieces if people don't have hands and you can wash that all stuff away but to a certain degree it, it's kind of a thing that people get stuck on i respect the effort to be like no i'm just gonna make my main character an earth horse it's it's a it's shockingly bold in this this genre or this this uh community to make your protagonist anything besides a unicorn so i respect it like i respect the hell out of it it's it's a it's a it's a deliberate choice that you have to make and carry forwards going through the story um i i also appreciate the like De like getting like very much making their own thing yeah um like get, getting getting away from like you know, you're not gonna this is this isn't another story about little pip because the protagonist can't <laughs> interact with locks and, and terminals yeah it's just not in her wheelhouse yeah and and they're not a unicorn and they're not they're also more importantly not from a stable either uh, they're, yeah they're from an actual oh, they're, they're from yeah one of these actual communities and so we get yeah we, we, we immediately jump into into that perspective though she is like it, it is interesting like that she does replicate the like having to leave the stable experience but mm -hmm. in a very different way. yeah but that's that's pretty um, standard like the start of a story leaving the agrarian lifestyle yeah. like that's pretty like basic writing 101 type stuff so luke leaves the farm yeah, yeah. exactly um um uh i'm yeah i'm i'm excited to like looking good so far yeah um, I, I uh i also want to note that uh this 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 proves our thesis from that we talked about last 
in the last couple episodes of at the bottom it has yeah first i would like to give uh kcat it's a i would like to give props to kcat for creating a world so enthralling it basically begs beg to be written in mm-hmm. um credit goes to the bs dude for editing and making uh the thing awesome signed signed no one yes and also shout outs to no one because i don't think we actually gave the name ahead but yes uh, that is the that is the author yeah, of the yeah. work. well we've 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 cashed a pot yes yes we have you and i uh you uh you can check us out at uh i'm at thou art fi i'm very very not safe for work uh but but i am safe for work at weirdington e though i don't post very often if you want to email <laughs> you us, can yeah weirdington esq at gmail.com so how do we close out now because I, I i think we're, we 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 might just keep going onward <laughs> from sunshine and rain